cliffcentral.com. It's time for a little African analysis with JJ Cornish. It's brought to you by the Johannesburg Business School. We're looking at what is happening around the African continent. And we're going to talk to JJ this morning about a couple of the stories that are going around. Hey, JJ, how are you? Bonjour, I'm exceedingly well, thanks. Very good, nice to see you. And uh, we, we did celebrate Africa Day the other day, which I thought was uh, worthy of some note. And, and maybe we're the only show, I'm not sure, that there are that many shows that are participating in, in African news at least every week or two weeks. But I'm glad that we are playing our part. And I know that Kenya's election is a big discussion that we can have uh, in, a, in a little while. But maybe you want to talk about the Congo first and Patrice Lumumba, because his remains have finally been returned to his family. And when we say his remains, not a lot was left because we know how he died. Um, do you want to take us through that story, JJ? Because it's quite, a, it's quite an, uh, an epic tale. Patrice Lumumba, he was the man that, uh, you know, we know what the, the, what the DRC could have become. Mm. He was a symbol of that. Now, a year after being made a prime minister, elected prime minister, the first prime minister, yes. he was, uh, there was a coup and he was taken and murdered, in fact, shot by separatists and mercenaries. Right. And, uh, you know, the CIA, they felt that the, the, the West felt that he'd become too pro-Soviet at the time. You know, it was the Cold War. And uh, writing about it at the moment, so many things happened in the Cold War. For example, the West protecting apartheid South Africa during the Cold War. Shocking, horrible things. They don't like to be remembered of, about, reminded about Absolutely. it, but it's a fact. Now, Patrice Lumumba, they thought he was pro-Soviet, so they shot him. And, uh, yeah, Mobutu Seseko was one of those involved in his murder. Now, they dissolved his body in acid, but they kept his teeth as some sort of a carb. sort of memento of the man and it's one tooth one gold cap tooth that they have of his and we know that uh, the king of uh, Belgium King Philippe was in Congo last week stopping short of a formal apology for what has happened i.e. here I'm terribly sorry and here's money to to make up for it Uh, we do have then the the, the Prime Minister Alexandre de Coco of the Cong- of uh, Belgium also saying that you know they have moral responsibility for his killing and uh, the, here was a man who was killed for his words his political convictions and his ideals all very wrong so the 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 his son uh, has been given the tooth who's taking it back to the Congo they've declared 3 days of mourning and it, it will be buried so that they can get some kind of closure but uh, it, you know it was an absolutely shocking business and patrice lumumba's words uh, uh, it's well worth googling that one because i mean he really was a remarkable remarkable figure mm. uh, and uh, a bogeyman of course to the west because he was such an independent thinker uh, but he was really a man today who would be considered, uh, it w- would be very mainstream in, in terms of African thinking. So it was an absolute disaster that he was killed. And really, the Congo hasn't, has never recovered, you know, from the stuff that happened back then w- w- before its independence and oh, yeah. afterwards. Well, I'm surprised that, um, that, that King Philippe of Belgium wasn't more apologetic because I think that, that his ancestor, uh, Leopold uh, probably did more damage to the African continent than any other single person. And the kind of savagery that that went on 
in the Congo. I mean, it's it's absolutely appalling when you hear the stories about people who had their hands cut off because they working wouldn't work hard enough. And uh, you had these terrible, terrible picture stories. Of the man showing picture of a father showing his five-year-old daughter with her hands having been chopped off mm-hmm. because he didn't cut enough rubber. For yep. you know, uh, uh, Leopold was one of the great mass murderers of yeah. of uh, that, that history will have. He's an absolute, absolute monster. And and ran the place like his own uh, private slave camp. The whole of the Congo. Um, and, and, you know, there's a statue to him in in Belgium to this day, and people forgive that. They say it's okay. You know, we're worried about, um, we're worried about statues to, to people who uh, came from an era where that kind of prejudice may have been more uh, run-of-the-mill, more day-to-day. But here's Leopold of Belgium, who is, by all accounts, one of the most wicked people in history. And it seems that he gets a free pass by the people of Belgium. And fine, King Philippe's apologized, but kind of half-heartedly. I I think that uh, Belgium should be doing everything they can to set that right, because there's blood on their hands even to this day. Anyway, I do think we've got to move on, though. Uh, Human rights bodies, apparently no, no fewer than 24 of them, are urging the Commonwealth to hold Rwanda's feet to the fire at a summit in Kigali this week. Um, apparently, the, there are you know, a whole lot of people in the, in the uh, Commonwealth who are very, very angry with Rwanda. But there's also this funny deal with Rwanda and Britain where if you end up uh, illegally immigrating to Britain, they will send you to Rwanda. What's going on here, JJ? It's very confusing. It's very the- – Rwanda, of course, was not a member of the British Empire at all, no. and it became a member of the Commonwealth back in two thousand and nine. It's the lot, latest member to become a uh, latest country to become a member, and there were very real concerns about its human rights at the time. And they said, "You've got to look at it; that hasn't improved." And when we talk about human rights, we're talking about harassment, uh, threats, yep. uh, and of course, killing of, of of opponents of Paul Kagame, Patrick Karigea, his former intelligence chief. Uh, killed in 2013 in the Michelangelo Hotel. Uh, Kayamba uh, Niawasa, his former military chief, uh, who was, uh, they attempted to assassinate him outside his house in Johannesburg. Yep. Uh, so that sort of thing. It cut, it's cut ties between Rwanda and South Africa. They're furious about it. They expelled three diplomats. We expelled three diplomats. They expelled six of ours. Uh, hmm. The presidents have got together at an African Union on the fringes of an African Union meeting, and they're trying to trying to uh, get together again. But it hasn't happened. And as we know, uh, uh, President Cyril Ramaphosa is not at the Commonwealth Summit in Kigali. Uh, this week, I mean, he has other things to do. He's so spoken saying this is not a snub, but, uh, you know, this, uh, the, the, the other 53 members are all there. The heads of state are all there. But essentially, uh, Human Rights Watch, Amnesty International and 22 others, including a Commonwealth human rights body, is saying if you don't hold his foot to the fire on this one, your credibility and your standards and your integrity will be at stake. Huh. And they give a list of things that have to happen. Stop taking in journalists who have been caught, uh, who, who are critical of you. Uh, you know, you need to re- re- reiterate the core values of human rights of the uh, Commonwealth, and it certainly does have that. 
But uh, are they going to speak against Paul Kagame? You know, he doesn't seem to think. I mean, uh, he's a very, very arrogant man. Uh, well, uh, you know, I told you when I went to, to interview him, he sat on a, he sat uh, like P.W. Puerto used to, on a stage. His desk was uh, elevated above everybody else so that he looked down yeah. on you. And here he has got the Commonwealth. He thinks he's got the Commonwealth. I certainly hope that they're going to make a lot of noise about it publicly. As for his taking in... Uh, the the British uh, the unwanted migrants to Britain because yep. the ones they want they'll take in and, <laughs> and in fact they go and poach people. Uh, Britain does when it wants them. Uh, the, the, that has been stalled because of uh, action not by the British courts but mm-hmm. by the European Court of Human Rights and uh, and, and Britain is still a member uh, or still uh, subservient it's... to that. And now there's people in Britain saying we should get out of that, but of course it's a very important body. So that's been stalled at the moment. But you know they did say if they're not on this plane, they'll be on the next. And and there's a number of them. Uh, they, they were, eventually they were going to fly a plane to Kigali with with three people on it from the original 31 that they, because the, of course. So- I mean, this, this, this Paul, so it's a, Paul it's, it's a Kagame, Paul, Paul Kagame is such a controversial figure. I don't think it would be say, saying too much to say that, that maybe Rwanda is the most controversial country in Africa right now because there are people who love him and say, well, he runs the country very well and, you know, it's clean and tidy and people abide by the law because they're terrified. Um, and then there are people who criticize him quite rightly for his dictatorial tendencies and for the, the, the fact that the place is pretty much a, um, a, 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 an autocratic state. Um, what, what are your feelings about Rwanda? I mean, are there things that we can learn from them, or is it all just worth criticizing? I mean, what are what are what are the opinions of other African leaders, for example, when it comes to Rwanda? Well, you know, the, he doesn't have a, a huge following, and of course, Paul Kagame is seen as the man who ended the uh, genocide back in 1994. Mm. Well, uh, it, there were others that did that, and and some most of them have been killed. Uh, Paul Kagame came up through the middle of that, so I'm, you know, I'm an I'm an inveterate critic of the man, and and I see many many Africans are too, and when I speak about this is, issue with uh, Britain, uh, the the the, the overwhelming sense is what an embarrassment for him because at the end of the day uh little rwanda the land of a thousand hills is is one of the poorest countries in the world remains that despite his development plans and uh you know i have to say you're not allowed to mention tribe in um rwanda you can't talk about whether you're a tutsi or a hutu well let's say on this program we're not allowed to mention race yeah. But I'll just give you a hint about who really likes Paul Kagame. It's people of the same color as you and I, not the same color as Mash and Levang. Mm. So does that give you some indication? Uh, right. okay. You want somebody who keeps the streets neat, who okay. prosecutes you if you drive a dirty motor car? Oh. Well, uh, whose kind of standards are those? The rule It doesn't people, matter if, the, you know, he, ki- the if he kills his opponents. Yeah. My goodness. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like those people who say to you, "Well, the trains run on time in Nazi Germany." That was a good thing. Anyway, uh, let's just look at one last thing: Kenyan farmers, and I mentioned the Kenyan elections, but they want to resume multi-million-dollar daily exports of a narcotic, which is called cat. We we've all heard about cat to Somalia and Somali land, and they stopped that during COVID. But um, is this is this a normal trade? Is this is this a trade that can be done under the eyes and the noses of the government? 
4% of uh, Ethiopian, Ethiopia is the biggest producer, hmm. 4% of their exports are, 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 are cut. Mira, they call it. Cut. In Somaliland, I wanted to interview a minister, very high minister, and they said, well, uh, you can do it on Thursday, Friday, because on, uh, on Wednesday he chews. What? And, you know, they sit around and they chew the, chews. They chew oh. the leaves. Okay. And then they use a lot of sugar because the leaves are very bitter, so they all get rotten teeth from it. Uh, this, uh, it creates uh, tens of thousands of jobs. Hmm. Um, uh, you know, it costs $58 a kilogram, this cut. It's got a red stem. Uh, the women are into producing it. The men are into chewing it. Hmm. And when you go and sit and chew it, uh, it has this mildly narcotic effect. It suppresses the appetite. I wish I could get some at this wow. time for that purpose. <laughs> and uh, and then, you you know, I mean, people are saying, no, well, it's a perfect social thing. Uh, you have to chew it to understand it. Uh, uh, but it does keep the men away from their families. They get disinvolved and or uninvolved with their families and, and that oh. sort of thing. So there's no doubt there are social evils involved in it. Uh, but uh, I found, you know, Somaliland, which is uh, re- reliant on aid to a large extent, when you go into the town during the town, after lunchtime, when the people start chewing cut, uh, it, 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 it takes up, it, it accounts to much more than the aid pouring into the country. Wow. You know, when I covered elections there, I observed the elections. I'd walk into a, a polling station <laughs> and uh, it was like going to a rock festival in the 60s. You know, you'd <laughs> say to the guy, uh, how are things going? And he'd go, oh, wow, man. Uh, you know, well, uh, we ran out of... Uh, we ran out of ballot papers, you know. Oh, wow. I said, well, have you phoned uh, the, the central office? You know, now I'm an observer. I've got to make sure that everything's going to be right. Have you phoned the central office? Um, have you ordered new papers? Oh, yeah, we're going to do that, man. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. So I said, but when did you run out of paper? Well, when did you run out of ballot papers? Oh, well, about uh, about four hours ago, man. Uh, you know, this, this is a, <laughs> and that's because I, you know they started chewing cut at about ten o'clock. So, so, it's quite amazing. So, and I, what it does, I mean, it makes people very mellow. But <laughs> I really thought this was this was cat, as in the stuff that's uh, like uh, you know cocaine, but um, but but it's cut with other stuff. This is cut K H A T. So this is why why is this never yeah, also called Mira. Mira, why is it something that's... It was legal in South Africa until maybe a decade ago. But why is it something that hasn't hasn't spread all over the rest of the world? And and how come it never took off here? Well, that's my generation's (laughs) got to answer that because we've got, I don't know, maybe better stuff. Maybe better stuff, huh? I don't know. Ask ask those people whose phones and uh, apples you've got to work. They'll tell you. (laughs) I think there was was better stuff. Or people were too busy making... Yeah, you know the fact is it does. It is. It's an appetite. As I say, it's this mild narcotic. It it, it takes you out of things. It certainly was very popular wherever, wherever the Somalis or, or Kenyans went. So it was very popular all over Europe. It's been banned all over Europe now because of oh. that. And I, I don't know South Africa because of I don't know the Calvinist ethic that worked at Maybe. the time. Uh, didn't I, you know you couldn't see uh, Andres Dredich chewing cut? Could you? No, I mean parallel parking says it's also Maybe, used. Apparently, Maybe it would have made him a much cooler guy. <laughs> it's also used by pirates in Somalia to stop seasickness, among other things. 
Um, so interesting stuff. JJ, I'm afraid that's all we've got time for this morning, but thank you again for another a really interesting look at what's going on just north of our border, and there's always plenty of useful information in there too. Um, uh, all the way from Patrice Lumumba to Cut, we've uh, learned a lot this morning. It's great to have you on. We will see you in a couple of days' time. Looking forward to it. Very good. That's JJ Cornish. And, of course, that is brought to you by the Johannesburg Business School.